1: It's uh, Roxanne Durhaj of Authentic Living with Roxanne. Thanks so much for tuning in uh, again uh, this week. Uh, So today I have two special guests and they are in Mexico. I'm in Canada and I'm thinking I'd like to be in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) And and I I find out they're in central Mexico. I've not been where they are, but I've been to Acapulco. I've gone all over uh, Mexico and I know I won't be getting there anytime soon, which is the sad part. Um, so, my special guests are Valerie Jennings and J- Jonna London, and um, they have pretty interesting business backgrounds. Um, Valerie's got uh be in communications and over 25 years in ad- administrative and computer fields, and Jana has an associate's degree in computer networking. Um, they founded Virtual Assistance in t- 2010. The word virtual is something that, if it wasn't in your vocabulary before business, in the last three weeks, everybody is talking about virtual, um, virtual and everybody is on Zoom overload. I don't know if you've heard that term <laughs> and burnout, including me. Um, and so we're going to talk a lot about, um, you know, virtual assistants and um, services, but her, their newly found business and their uh, partners um, is online uh, business gurus. And their, permission, their mission is to show startup businesses uh, who want to go online right and at the time we booked this none of this had gone down yet that's the thing i just want everybody to know that at the time we booked this none of this was going on and um and then what a timely space for us to get together to be able to book uh, to talk about going online so they teach how to build and manage um you know in their team teams how to install systems in their businesses marketing products Um, services and businesses that could create a strong foundation they need to build for success. Um, So you are probably in super high demand right now, I would think.
0: We're getting more and more demand now. I think a lot of people were in that initial freeze stage when this all happened. Um, But I think people are now getting into a, a comfortableness, into a little bit more, a little bit more surety. Um, the stimulus packages of course are helping in that type of stuff. So people, I think can see a light at the end of the tunnel and that panic part is gone. So people now are starting to realize that this is going to be a little while and they're going to have to start planning and starting to move in the direction.
1: So ready, the fear element, I'm going to call it the deer in the headlights because, you know, most of us got, you know, sideswiped and didn't know kind of how to deal with it. Um, that's kind of starting to wear off and you're starting to see people kind of saying, okay, now that we know that we don't know when things are going to trickle off, let's just kind of start to refocus, go out of fear mode into, okay, what do we have to do to at least minimally focus still on our business goals um, and yeah. try to try to recoup or um, continue to build a, that foundation? Maybe if we aren't going to see grow, some growth into Q2 and Q3, what can we kind of actualize to, to get to Q4? Would you say exactly? That that's what's yeah, happening? Yeah, most
0: definitely, most definitely. Okay. You're starting to see people now that are, are loosening up and realizing they need to get back to work and uh, yeah, they're going to have to start bringing in money and bringing into sales. And, and now it's just a matter of, okay, now how do we do this?
1: So, Jonna, tell us a little bit about, you know, some people are being forced into the space, and they're 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 doing it. People are starting to do it and get more comfortable. What if what what are some of the things that basic things that people have to think about? Now I've been working, uh, you know, my fifty fifty percent of my business virtual, and then fifty was in person. Um, but people that have never worked virtually, what are some of the things that they need to start to think about because now they are virtual.
2: But with when you're working virtual, it's a little different in the aspect. And when you go into an office and you sit down, you have a calendar, you have a planner, you have things that you've got in place so that you keep your projects online. When you're doing it online, of course, you can have those things in your office, but there's a lot of things that a lot of people don't know about out there that are, especially if you work virtual and you're more than a one-person team. Obviously, mm. you're sit, not sitting in the office with, your secretary or your admin assistant anymore. Now you're doing it all like we are now. You're talking to video, or your emails, phone calls. So there are some some things out there that will make your life a little easier. Um, a lot there's a couple of really nice free uh, versions of their basically online project managers. Uh, okay. one of them is Asana and the other one is teamwork. They're both free for basic users. So that's your average startup user. And it basically allows them to put in the project, put in a description of what needs to be done. And then you can assign those those specific tasks out to the people that need to handle them. Even a single entrepreneur may find that useful for them because it will send you reminders. Hey, you said you needed to do this today. Or hey, you said you needed to do that today. Or we're waiting on this, or you're still trying to finish this. And it just helps you keep things in your head when you get on the computer sometimes you get kind of lost and time just kind of gets away from you and if you've got something there that says hey these things need still be done or we're still working on this it just kind of keeps you focused so that you learn time management and you learn your best working way from working online and working at home because not everybody is the same. So everybody needs to find their niche in working for home. Like you guys have said, this is not going to be happening where we're all gonna go back to everything is normal tomorrow. So you need to find your niche and and get comfortable with being able to work online without panic mode. So
1: when I think of, okay, I'm gonna tell you when I went online, (laughs) this is gonna date me. I was a corporate uh, executive, and um, back in 2002, um, my company, that was, in, and of course, in Canada, maybe it was already happening in some of the bigger hubs in the U.S., they had just started to kind of, I'm going to say, put their toe in the water to try virtual, and I was one of the first waves of executives to go um, virtual. I'm telling you, I did it poorly at best. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I would, I would go into corporate. So this is an example. Um, I would go into corporate after I have, my system was set up in Toronto. I'm in Niagara Falls, which, you know, and you know, but nobody told me how to do it. And I would, you know, because I was missing all that connection. So I would go to corporate and this is a, this is no word of a lie. I remember I'd go up into the board meeting and then there's this big thing on, you know, one of those, um, it looks like a, like a hovercraft sitting in the middle and then there's maybe one person moderating and I go and I sit in there as the, the one of the executives and somebody said to me, what are you doing here? I'm like, w- what do you mean what am I doing here? I said, well, I'm here for the meeting and they go, well, there's no need for you to be here because everybody, <laughs> even though they were in the building, had quite literally taken it to the point where well, I don't need to be in the, the boardroom. And that was a kind of a bit of a rude awakening because I'm a connector, I'm an extrovert. I like to see people, all that stuff. So that was my struggle. And then I went, whoa, this is, this is real. So that's gonna be something that I think a lot of people, to your point, um, Jonna, that people are gonna struggle with a bit.
0: Well, the beauty of this is now there is Zoom. So imagine you back 20 years ago when you could at least been able to see people around a table Absolutely. or been do- doing this type of thing, that would have helped. Uh, You know, we always, John and I are both military brats, so we joke, you know, how when we, you know, when my father was off to war and her father was off in the Vietnam War, you wouldn't see our fathers or talk to our fathers for, you know, nearly six months, you know, and today kids have got Skype and they have Zoom and they have all these Mm -hmm. other tools where they can see their parents. And God forbid, should someone go into labor while they're gone, they can actually bring the phone or the item into the delivery room and the father can actually see their child born, which is an entirely different thing. So there are ways to stay for those extroverts. I'm one of those as well that (laughs) likes to talk and be people and, and everything else. There are ways to still connect without touching people, but you could still get the face-to-face contact. You could still get the bounce off, the emotions off of people. And a lot easier than in those old days where all it was was a telephone.
1: I know, and I, like I said, because I had this assistant, but her and I kept like, you know, missing. <laughs> because, you know, I was so accustomed to like, okay, let's sit and talk. And then of course we would get busy. We'd get distracted. You know, you're talking about uh, these tools, which, you know, at that time, those, these tools didn't exist. Had they existed, it would have already helped us, you know, um, to be able to, to track things. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about um, some of these tracking tools and how they can actually help project managers. So I'm thinking, let's say I had a team that maybe there were some issues around how they work together. Well, how could these tools help? You know, I I I always say that ultimately you have to deal if there's disconnections or people aren't falling through. But there's the tools like Asana, and I'm not sure I'm forgetting this
2: teamwork. The- teamwork. Teamwork. The only reason I mention those is because they're very inexpensive. Inexpensive on their paid versions, but okay. they have free versions which are basic. And basically, I mean even in your brick and mortar everyday office, you're going to have those people that have to work with each other, but they're not going to be the best of friends. Right. Online project managers do take some of that stress off because you can assign certain pieces of a project to a particular person you can assign that person a particular due date for that. But you can make those where only that person can see their piece. Mm. So say you're working on a project and Jill needs to do this piece and then Joe needs to finish up the piece that after Jill is completed. Now, Joe doesn't need to know that he's waiting on Jill and Jill doesn't need to know Joe's mm-hmm. waiting on them because you can assign pieces of those projects that are only visible to the person that needs to have those projects. And like I said, you can assign due dates. Uh, You can make them private. So if there's one particular person and you've got a private project and you only need a particular team member, you can make it private. There's a lot of really nice ways to use those to manage your team online and not have to play referee for the daycare center when they decide that they don't like each other.
1: So when they're throwing
2: sand at, the, at
1: each other and in the sandbox,
2: the, you can take the off. scoops out of their hand and say, all right, enough
1: already. Exactly. Quite, quite literally, virtually, you can do that. <laughs>
2: exactly. So they don't feel like they need to take their Tonka trucks and go home. Um, so there, there's, I mean, there are ways to manage it. And because of the way they're set up, they're really nice. And the fact, like I said, it also tracks your time. Oh, okay. So okay. if you've got a team and you're trying, uh, say you've got a team and you're trying to figure out how the online work is going to work for you, even as just a single entrepreneur you can track time, there's time tracking in there. You can say, oh, I'm gonna start the clock at this time, and then they work, and I'm in the clock at this time, and it actually adds the time to that task. So that's it. also
0: on the paid versions, it allows you to bill. So your doctors and your lawyers and your therapists that are actually charging by the hour, you can go ahead and record the time, you can type in who the client was, what it was, and then you can actually send that invoice out on the paid version. So it is something that can grow with you as you continue to move in your business.
2: And on the free versions, you can still track the time. It just doesn't allow you to invoice. But teamwork and Asana are both really inexpensive. If you decide that you pick one and you really like it, they're really inexpensive to do the paid versions. We okay. I use Asana on a daily basis for a client and I love it you can mm-hmm. set where your reminders or if you set up a new task and you assign it, they immediately get an email that says, you were assigned this task, this is what needs to be done with this task and this is the date that I expected to see done. So, so there's, has- not even, there's not even a need for you to pick up an e- a phone or an email and say, I sent this to you, they automatically get a notification from the project manager itself.
1: So it's something that I don't use, is that interesting because I have a virtual <laughs> assistant. <laughs> And so you're, you're calling me out in public on Zoom. <laughs> uh, because we we kind of, we meet, you know, virtually uh, on a Monday and we kind of just talk about what gets, is going to get done. And, you know, who is often the bottleneck is
2: moi. So I, I hate to say it, but that does happen a lot.
1: <laughs> and she would, if she was on this, she would agree with you. So I think I like this because You know, um, obviously I get, you know, you know, stuck or something happens like you're trying to find the zoom link and she's normally available. She's off today, those types of things. And then I'm like, Oh, okay, what do I do next kind of thing. But I think I like this, this, this element that, okay, if you got the sequence and she's very methodical, I, that is not my superpower. I am not microscopic. I am big picture. She is my, she makes me look really, really good. (laughs) Um, So I think a tool like this would probably help us more um, to, to kind of, know where we're at with projects. And, and I'm gonna assume not knowing the tool that you can do multiple projects. At you can day. do multiple yes. projects.
2: And the really nice thing is if you have projects that you guys do on a regular basis, say you do a podcast every week. Yes. And there are specific steps that need to be handled in that podcast. You can create a template that's usable. You just copy the template and change the dates and change whatever information on the template needs to be. And as they're completed, you can just check them off and you'll get a notification. She'll get a notification. This was complete. This is done. And this was complete. And then you know where you are on your task. So you can, and you can run, I think Emma and I at the moment run 30 different projects through her asana on any given week. Wow, that's amazing. And
0: the templates are nice because, you know, should your VA be out, you could go into the project manager and everything is already there. So anybody, yeah, so anybody would be able to, should somebody be sick or should a manager have Mm -hmm. to go off or travel or something like that, at least somebody else can go into the backside and see, okay, this is where we are right at the moment and And then pick up from the project.
2: And it allows you to put contacts on each of the tasks or comments and and updates on each of the tasks. So if you've finished something but she's waiting on a link for you, she can say, I've done all of this but this is what I'm still waiting on and again, that the manager, it, the project manager itself, sends you an email. You don't have to take the time to write that email yourself, unless you just really want to. Everybody gets an email that's assigned to the project and assigned to that task that says this was done, but we're waiting on this. So it's I do something, nice and, and it
1: sends off the emails to so everybody. Is so. Oh, I like. I think my. I think my VA is going to like both. Yeah. Of you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's really nice. It saves a lot of headache. It saves a lot of heartache. It saves a lot of time and projects falling through or pieces not getting finished. So it's, 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 if you're coming from brick and mortar, it's something to think about when you're trying to figure out how you're going to make everything online work and nothing become broken or lost. Okay. So let's talk about other things.
1: If you're going from brick sure. and mortar, and I know that's, that's your superhero Uh, things that you do at your business. What are some other things that people that are going from bricks and mortar mortar to home now, they've probably been keeping it up a little bit, maybe not sometimes good, sometimes not so good. What are other things people should be thinking about systems-wise to implement? Obviously Zoom, which I'd like to chit-chat a little bit with you about, or there's maybe other things, other interfaces that you would suggest.
0: There is a great program, it's called Loom, L-O-O-M. Uh, Right now, they're actually doing a special for COVID. They dropped their prices half off so people can use it. I believe it's $10 a month, but they also have a free version. I use the free version right now. Um, And what it allows you to do is it allows you to do share screening and record it, and then you can pass the link over to somebody, which is wonderful when you're trying to explain something to somebody. So if you know how it works and it's a program, you can literally – record the screen and show somebody how to do it and then just send them the link. So somebody like you who has a VA and you know what needs to be done, you could go in. So if you're tearing up a sales page, for example, you can just show them on there. You know, you can circle it and tell them, you know, this is what I'm looking for. or This isn't right. Instead of trying to write the email to explain it. So they have a visual reference to what's wrong or to how to do something. And it makes a great way to make a virtual SOP or standard operating procedure for people. And if you do have a trainee that's coming on for the very first time, instead of having to retrain over and over and over again, you would have these links. And if you do have a project manager, like we were saying earlier, you could actually make a section in there of training videos and you'd have all the links in there and the documents so that people, a new person could go immediately right there and get whatever they need. And uh, it's, it's easy that nobody has to train.
2: There's another, so, there's another program out there that's called Lucid Charts. And Lucid, Lucid charts. charts. If you are a visual person and you need to see everything mapped out, or if you're going to t- show, create a funnel, and now you're doing this virtual and you need to tell your team how this is going to flow, you can actually create a whole chart and then share it with them that says, I want this step, I want that step, I want this step, I want hmm. that step. And then they can see what you are, Val and I always call them brain dumps. Brain dumps. Yeah. Take it yeah. and do a brain dump. Yeah.
0: They're the old Visios. In the old days, Microsoft had Visio, which did flowcharts. This is the same type of program, but it allows you to share it with other people to collaborate as well.
1: Nice. So Randy, really, you know, uh, you're making me think. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, about how many things you can actually put in place at a, let's say if you're doing touch point meetings throughout the week or beginning of the week, end of the week, that you can actually create these things ahead of time and really kind of set up an agenda item like you do run meetings and then say, Oh, you know, I've I've been thinking about, let's say um, we're going to hire a new social media um, person. Um, and you've been doing this or you've been doing that. So you, she could use the, um, the reference you're talking about to train them, Mm -hmm. you know, those types of things. And I can kind of talk about what I do, maybe part of the process, and then we could collate it together. And then you say, uh, then develop an SOP and say, okay, well now this, this is what we know we need. Go out and source it. Yep. Sure. exactly. 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 Okay. 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 Yep. Anything else you can think of that would be some, some good basic things or even some, you know. I mean,
0: John, I that for social media, everybody is, you know, of course, new, they're used to doing posting for their own personal stuff. But when you're posting for business, it's an entirely different thing. Um, and of course, you can get swamped into social media, you know, yes. world and not even realize the time. So, Jonna, why do want you to share some of the ones that we use that are free, that are great out there for people that are easy to use.
2: Okay i know a lot of you guys um you see the real great graphics and they have the great quote on it or they have the sale whatever that is there's uh the best program to use for that the most inexpensive and the most user-friendly is canva it's canva.com the free version is great you can do everything you want they've already got the social media postings if you click on it they've got if you do the facebook it's already sized perfectly for facebook twitter They, they think about everything the only things you really gain if you use canva paid, and I think it's $10 a month as well, is you are able to do a little more branding and you can bring in your own font. So if you have a branded font for your company, but for the general person starting out, it is a perfect program to be able to learn how to create your own graphics to accompany your social media post. Okay. Now, (laughs) now that you're ready to start posting for your business or your company, you might want to look into either Buffer, or Hootsuite. They are both free for, I believe it's three accounts. Buffer is, has an added bonus in the fact that you can post to your Instagram from your desktop. You do not have to pull out your mobile phone to post to your Instagram account. So that makes Buffer a little bit of a bonus in that fact, but they're both really inexpensive for the uh, paid versions as well. And they allow you to pick dates and times to schedule your post. They allow you to post to multiple channels and you can post them in intermittent, in intermittent times. So they're kind of some things to think about rather than having to go, Oh, wait, I need to stop everything I'm doing right now because I've got to do a post at five o'clock for the business. It mm-hmm. just allows one less thing to be off your plate. If you're some of those that don't like to see the posted by option when you use a a scheduler. A lot of your social media channels, I know for sure Facebook, and I do it a lot in Facebook, will allow you to go ahead and schedule your post ahead of time. You could do a month's worth of posts ahead of time. So it's
1: just some
2: things to think about.
1: Okay. So what are the things might people want to think about going from bricks and mortar to virtual? What are some of the other primary things they should be thinking about?
0: Storage and file sharing. Um, There is Google Drive. A lot of people know Google Drive. Um, That is one option. It can be expensive if you're going to larger datas, Um, but you want to keep everything as much as possible into one place. So whichever one you're going to commit to, that's the one you want to commit to. Um, You want to make sure that your personal data is not with your client data so any of those files that you're going to be sharing back and forth it should be in a different section for ourselves for our internal stuff we use um, we have a google drive account that's unlimited so we have that account which keeps all of our personal files in there keeps our computers backed up on a regular basis um, that allows us to store our computer data and then our file data and stuff where we're going to share out to other clients We have that in a Dropbox account. And Dropbox is $99 a year. It allows you to do very quick sharing very easily. Um, It's actually integrated into the teamwork in Asana, so you can actually integrate and talk to it. So if that's where your file storage Mm. is, um, that helps. Um, And then, of course... Uh, The other thing that you want to keep track of is how are you going to back up your data? Uh, Now your computer is not just for gaming or for you to write your emails. It's now becoming a storage data center, uh, personal information as well as business information. So that needs to be backed up and secured. And there's lots of them out there uh, that you can use. Google Drive has their backup and sync. Uh, There's also um, other ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, there's- yeah, we use Blaze Backup for our stuff that does the backups. Uh, that will run continuously all day while you're, even as you're making new files, it immediately sees that you're making a change to a file and immediately backs it up. So those are all very good. And Blaze is cheap. It's 50 bucks a year. So it's... And I, it's
1: I, I, I spell that as B-L-A-I-S?
0: B-L-A-Z-E. Blaze. Okay. Blazebackup.com. And it's okay. unlimited.
2: Okay. And they do, I've had to use the restore option once before on it and the restore option is seamlessly easy to work with if you have to have to do the, the restore option. Right. The other thing that we, we might want to think about is if you are working virtually with a team and you have passwords that they need to have, but you don't want them to actually see the passwords. You just want them to be able to log in to that account. A password, uh, a password saving system. Val and I use LastPass ourselves because I can share you the, the login for the software or system or website without you actually getting to see the password. Okay. So you want you able- on
0: And on the paid version, you can actually load it on everything. So you can load it on your cell phone. You can load it on your- um, you can load it onto any app, if your laptop, your desktop, so and that transfers over to all the different ones. So if you're, you know, somebody says, "Oh, I don't remember the password to this," and they contact you, you can still go onto your mobile phone and go, "Okay, I've got the password here. I can share it right now." So, so you physically, have- if,
1: yeah. So physically, they don't have to be at a desktop. If, if if they're not able to do that, they could just exactly. You yep. can still you know, have it in the, the password sent to you, but it's encoded and, and they don't need to see it.
2: They don't need to see it. And exactly. that just saves you, especially if you're going to use a one-off person. So like you're just going to have a contractor who's going to create a page for you, or you're just going to have one that's going to do some website edits. You don't want to have to go through and make changes to your passwords every time you need to use somebody to make something, or every time you... A team member leaves, or a new team member comes on. This just is a way for you not to have to change your passwords all the time.
1: <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about um, oh, Zoom because I know people. Are, there's been a lot of things happening with things like Zoom. Um, Do you find Zoom is like a good platform for having meetings? Are there other things that you would suggest? We talked a little bit about what kind of things could people use to connect with their team members and even family, right? We're all kind of, you know, disconnected other than who we're living with now, those types of things with social distancing. What what recommendations would you make for um, connection for teams or even people that want to stay connected to family at this time?
0: We like Zoom. Um, It allows you to record it, which is nice. Uh, You can also use something that's called Tremi, which allows you to transcribe the information. So if it is something that you need to keep for recording basis, you can actually, I think they charge oh, I think it's less than a dollar a minute. I think it's 10 cents a minute or a penny a minute uh, to transcribe. Uh, so you could have the you know the notes. You can take the recording. After it's done and completed, you can put it over to trimmy.com and they transcribe it in less than 20 minutes. Uh, so you have an actual copy of it that you can actually look at. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, for I would say it's probably got a 90% accuracy. There are some stuff because people have different accents. Um, it is a little bit, Uh, it's probably about 80% in the Spanish. I know when I send my Spanish stuff over, it's a little bit less accuracy. Um, but it does work, uh, for, for the purposes of having something written as well. So nobody has to sit down and take notes. Um, another thing that we personally use also is WhatsApp, um, which is available on Androids. Uh, almost everybody uses it, which is nice when you have people in our case where we're in Mexico, we have clients in Canada, we have clients in uh, the UK, we have clients that are in the US and it allows them to still be able to not only chat with us, but also It has video function in there and it has voice function in there. So that's always nice. Um, the Apple Facebook time or Facebook one is FaceTime. So those are always nice because it still allows those connections.
2: And even Skype is an option because Skype now Mm -hmm. has a version for business. So you can have multiple people on a conference call. You can video share, you can screen share, and they have a Skype recording option too. So if you had a a meeting and say one of your team members couldn't make it or one of them was late, you can always give them access to the recording and then they didn't miss anything on the meeting.
0: And there's also Slack, which is another one which allows you to do team communication. Um, It is only via written, but it does allow you to chat with other people and talk to other people and And comment on stuff. Yeah, you can share files. files.
2: And you get uh, real time notifications on Slack. So if there's a conversation going on about a project or a thing that's coming up, as soon as somebody replies or uploads a file, you immediately get a desktop notification. So you're not sitting around going, well, wow, I wonder what's taking them so long to get back to me on this.
1: And we actually use Slack, my assistant and I, and and, you know, when she's run out of all options, she'll, she'll text me that, you know, and then the final is I've got to pick up the phone. I've got to pick up the phone. Um, So, so again, when, you know, these are all really, really good tools because again, it, it creates connection. Now, tell us a little bit more about when is it that people should start to think about hiring a freelancer? Obviously you freelance um, and, you know, people may be needing it now and and just kind of trying to muddle in the dark and and putting all these pieces together and, you know, um, probably not sleeping at night. Some of them, just because they're worried about, you know, all the things that, um, how they're getting things out to their customers. So, and, and also tell me maybe some tips of, of how you might decide, you know, what's the best way to kind of um, you know, source the right help that you're needing based on where you're at if you're just shifting over?
0: Great question. Um, most people turn around and they, especially if you're, if you're struggling to learn a new program or struggling to get something done, then chances are it's probably cheaper for you to freelance it. Um, Let's say, you know, if you're a doctor and you're charging $100, $200, $300 an hour to to do clients, and you're spending that two or three hours at your desk struggling or fighting over something, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hire somebody as cheap as the Philippines for two bucks an hour all the way to the u s Canadian prices of fifteen to one hundred dollars an hour, depending upon how technical you need so it makes more common sense at that point in time, put your pride aside. Stop saying I'm gonna go learn it and oh. send it out and let it go. You, even if you were to hire somebody for just the one hour or just for the one project, that's perfectly okay. Um, you can do that. Uh, if you are good and you are tech savvy and you really want to learn it because you really want to learn it, that's something different. Uh, there's plenty of, you know, training on YouTube that you, uh, that you can go through and learn how to do it if you've got that type of tech savvy stuff to it. But the fact of the matter is somewhere in your business, you're not going to be good at something. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes a good manager and a good owner to say, this is not my forte this is what I need to delegate out. This is what I need to have sent to somebody because it makes more sense to do it. And that I say, you know, that's where it is, is you really need to stop to think about, is it costing you more money trying to do it yourself than it is to send it out as a project? Or do I need to have somebody do this on a regular basis because I'm never going to learn how to do it? When you get into Infusionsoft or get into Entreport or get onto the bigger programs, It's a lot of time and effort for somebody who doesn't know computers or virtual world. It's just easier to pay somebody on a monthly basis and let them worry about it and let them manage it and let them run it. But it's also important to realize, don't hire somebody and say, go set it up for me, go do this for me and go do all that for me without you having control of the item. And we hear this a lot of times. Oh, well, I never set the item up. So I don't know the username. I don't know the password. I just know I get billed on my credit card. Mm -hmm. And as far as the companies are concerned, because I had like one client who literally lost everything they had done for 30 years because all the person did when they VA got fired is went in and changed the password. And because their name was on the account Instead of the owner's name on the account, in that case, it was Amazon file sharing. They said, we can't help you. It's, that's the owner. It doesn't matter who's paying for the bill. So it's very important. Take the time to you set it up. You make the username. You make the password. Pay for the additional user, whatever it is. Most companies will give you at least one user and then give them that password never give them your password your logins so that you are always in control of your account
1: good tip i've heard of people struggling with you know they've contracted things out and they don't know the username and password and then you know they've had maybe you know some kind of maybe not perfect ending or whatever and they're struggling to get their their you know their IP information back because the person is, you know, not getting along with them or holding it, um, you know, hostage. That in- yeah.
0: Yeah. Really. That's so what we call it. We call it calling, yeah. holding yeah. clients yeah. hostage. And it's very important. I know, I know a lot of people are confused. They don't know how to do it. If you go into Entreport and you don't know how to set up an account on Entreport, pick up the phone and call them, say, mm-hmm. look, I don't know how to do this. Here's my credit card. They'll do it for you, but at least, you know, it's in your name. Mm-hmm. Um, Most places have online chat or a telephone number that you can call. Just pick up the phone and say, I don't know how to do it. I've got to hire the work out, but I want it in my name.
1: So tell us, tell tell the listeners how you work with companies now um, that come to you, because I think that's important. We've talked about the entire... How do you move over from you know bricks and mortar to virtual? So tell them what your you know what you do with companies um, and what services you offer because I think um, probably a lot of people are needing the services but they don't know people don't know where to go right if they've sure. got, you know.
0: Um, Our website is theobgs.com or theonlinebusinessgurus.com, either one. Um, If you are Latin speaking or Spanish speaking, the Spanish speaking uh, list is there. It'll change it over to the Spanish side for you. Um, So we offer services in both languages. Um, We offer everything from strategy to planning services, all the way to high-end done-for-you services services. Uh, We do done with you services. So if somebody wants to actually learn it and do it themselves, we actually can do one on one training with you uh, via zoom or via another matter. Usually we do it through zoom and actually walk the person through step by step how to do something so that they're aware how to do it. So we offer those trainings and they get the recording so they'd be able to have it for life. But we understand that people get lost and they just don't know. So where are those people? If you don't know where to start or where to go to, we will at least take, if we can't do it, we'll get you to the right person or place to get it done. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. And I think to your point, right, like someone like me, when I was transitioning over, you know, at first you're thinking, I don't have the extra income. (laughs) <laughs> but then you know you get to the point where you think, I'm gonna lose my mind here if I try to figure out one more of these things that, that that's what <laughs> that's literally what was you know and then with all the pressure and the time that people are going and they're having to do this now, there's no choice. I did it five years ago when I started my own business and and still I was like, oh, I can figure this out. Oh my God, I can't figure this out And then you you know and then you realize how much time you had lost. I got to the point where I had my virtual assistant and I thought and I, I always say thank you that I did that because what it afforded me to do which is to get out there, to speak more, to train more, to consult more, sure. to, to just pick up the phone, do my videos, all those things that I, only I can do and like you said when you look at your hourly rate based on you know what I w- I'm making compared to what Um, I had to put out, it was completely worth the investment because then I could continue to scale up the business versus me, you know, trying to say, well, I'm not sure I can afford it now. It it was kind of recognizing that that investment, whatever that 10, you know, $15 was, what was the return on that? that, Right. uh,
0: And that's, that's the attitude. The attitude you have to have is it's a VA or a freelancer is not an expense. It's an investment. Right. Absolutely. You have to look at it that way because they're there. They're going to be the ones that are going to be able to get you those extra hands because you just cannot do it yourself. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are in your business. You just can't do it yourself. And you're going to have to ask for help if you're going to want to succeed. And if you don't, you're going to fail.
1: Right. And you're going to get mentally tired. And I could tell you when I was starting mine, I got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. So I, what I was supposed to be doing, I didn't have time to because all this other stuff, which I, that is not my gift. My gift is not the microscopic. And if I had to watch one more YouTube you know, <laughs> video, I was going to pitch my computer. I got to that point where I realized, okay, I have to save my energy to be able to do what my gift is, which is not the microscopic and then finding someone. And that fit is important. Would you agree?
0: Most definitely.
1: Right. So, yeah, yeah. So do you suggest people like,
0: we actually are offering you, uh, your audience, a free checklist that goes through basically what interview questions are vital for you to ask uh, okay. when you're going to hire a freelancer. Okay. And then That's we also great. have in there on that on that as the bonus, we're giving you uh, where to find your first VAs, your first freelancers. So great. that there's links in every place and resources for them to go to. Awesome. Uh, you'll have the link. So that helps them through. But the the key is you never want your VA or whoever you're going to use to hold you hostage. You never want to pay 100% upfront. Right. Um, do not always think that because you can communicate on a zoom call for the first call and everything is wonderful and great. And you think this is heaven and slice and everything else that you're free not to check the references, Mm -hmm. check the references. Um, And ask people. I mean, there are plenty of Facebook groups that you're in and it doesn't hurt to find out or ask people, has anybody ever heard of so-and-so and so-and-so and and what are your experiences Um, so that you're aware of it? Because it is an investment and there's nothing worse than paying somebody to do something and you're six hours into paying somebody to find out that they're inept or incapable of doing it, even though they assured you, oh, sure, I can do it. And there are plenty of people out there. Oh, yeah, I can do this. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, I can do this. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Or they have a team that's got 50 people and they can't manage their team. So they have no idea where this, where this project is and it's in somebody's hands. So if they were out sick today, so now you're going to have to hold. So it's important to understand, first of all, who are you hiring? Why are you hiring them? and ask them point blank, what is your forte? Um, And only hire them for that one forte. You may have to hire six or seven people, and that's okay because they're all good at what they're doing, which is gonna cost you a lot less than if you hire one person and get them out of their forte where they're wasting hours and hours of your time and your money Mm -hmm. trying to get something done because they're on YouTube videos trying to learn how to do it.
2: Right. The other thing I would add to that too is not everybody is going to be a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. And it's just how it is. We have clients that will not work with me. They only want to work with Valerie. Then Mm -hmm. we have clients that only work with me. They don't want to work with her. Mm -hmm. So make sure that when you finally decide on that person, that you have that good repertoire, you have already a good basis Of of communication, you feel comfortable working with that person and they feel comfortable working with you. There's nothing worse than trying to force a working relationship because you want their expertise. And you end up hating them and hating everything about the working relationship. So take a few extra minutes and get to know that person. We always say two calls. Your yeah. first call to talk to them about what they can do, what they know, and the second call is a follow-up call to say, okay, these are great, but tell me this and tell me that. Mm. want to make sure that whoever you're working with, you're comfortable with.
0: Yeah. And, I, I guess and the, the other tri- thing is, is ask if they've got trial times. A lot of people like our, yeah. ourselves will, you know, if it's a small, cheap project that takes us an hour or something like that, a lot of times we'll do it for free. Um, okay. depending on what the expertise of the item is, Uh, or we'll do it, you know, we do a money back guarantee. So if we can't get the item done or if it's not to your satisfaction, we don't charge you. Uh, There are a lot of people out there that do trial periods. So they'll do, you know, one hour, two hours, or three hours as a trial at a discounted rate and see if you like the work. So don't be afraid to ask. You know, if you're, not, if you're not 100% sure it's your first time, maybe uh, you've checked out the references, but there's half and half and you're really just testing the waters, don't be afraid to negotiate.
1: Absolutely. And I think um, sometimes if you're beginning and you're trying to find someone, if you're trying to find somebody to say, do a Facebook ad and you have no clue that you have no clue and you don't know, (laughs) you know, um, how much to pay per hour and all that stuff. These are all things that I went through. I went, I don't know. I don't, you know, and then you just kind of fumble around in the dark. And what I would do initially before I got my views, I would, I would do one project at a time. And then if I, you know, if I was, you know, okay with that person, then I would use them again. And if I didn't, I would just kind of move on. And I would say, is it, does anybody know anybody that is good at doing intros and outros for podcasts, right? Like mm-hmm. so I, I, I've been there, so I, I get what you're saying. And it's, and, and some of them have done horrible jobs. And other ones, I think, oh, I can't lose your contact information because I need you. (laughs) Um, And and now my VA, she sources out things because I trust her judgment. And Uh she'll find three or four people and she'll say, okay, I'm going to send it to them. And, you know, they're going to send you back. You just tell me what you, you know, who are, who's in the final. And then I'm going to, and then I say to her, you make the decision because I know that people have capacity. So I think all these things that you're giving are really, really good tips. Um, So you know, I know we could probably talk about a lot of other things and I, (laughs) I, I I thank you for your time. I'm sure you've been super busy and your business is growing uh, based on our time. Um, So, so again, um, any last words before I let you go, we're going to, you know, obviously you're going to provide me with the links to some of the things we've discussed. We'll make sure your website is available, those types of things. Um, any last things
2: you want to share, Valerie and Jonna, before I let you go, going from brick and mortar to online is not as scary as you think. Okay. I know it feels scary right now, but once you get some things in place and you've done it for a few days, it's not as scary as you think it will be.
0: And it's going to take patience. Yes. Uh, you're not going to succeed over day. It's, you are going to have failures. Things are not going to work. Softwares are going to fail. Uh, there's going to be spelling mistakes. There's going to be grammar mistakes. It's going to go out on the wrong time. Those things are hap- happens. It's just part of it. You're not the only one. So mm-hmm. take a deep breath and fix whatever is wrong and move forward. Don't let it stop you.
1: Well, thank you. Those are some great words. I should have met you a couple of years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So again, uh, what am I taking away? I I think, uh, you know, we have a lot going on and a lot of people we're coping with a lot of uncertainty. So, you know, um, not taking out an extra thing that's going to deplete that capacity for you to stay present in your business um you know just reach out have a conversation with them or you know they're going to let it give us that checklist about how you could um, look at the qualities make sure and interview a couple people and go with like uh jonah said do two interviews not just one and of course references you know and then you know and then try it some people like she said has the, you know, try it for, you know, at first or a money back, look for those as you're getting your feet wet, as you get a little bit better, you get a little bit more confident and then you can go from there. So enjoy your weather in Mexico.
2: Thank um,
1: you. And if I ever come down, I'm going to come and visit you too. Um, so and stay safe and uh, you know thanks for all the things that you shared. I'm sure a lot of people are going to take a lot of things out, um, and uh, we'll we'll have all the links available. So again, it's Roxanne Durhodge. If you're needing anything around the elemental wellness uh, related to mental well-being, you can go to my website. It's Roxanne Thanks a lot, ladies. Thanks for having. Thank us. you. You're welcome.